electric chair. Town Killer by Eric S. Brown. Zed pushed the bike's engine to its limits, barreling down the winding mountain road. The town of Canton came into view ahead of him. It was one of those rare, small, out-of-the-way places where everyone knew everyone, and the entire population consisted of only a few hundred if his intel was correct. He'd traveled across half the country to get here. Zed remembered a time when such a trip would have taken far longer. He missed the old days. Things were much simpler back then. Easing off the accelerator, Zed slowed the bike as he reached the edge of town. The last thing he needed was some hick cop trying to ticket him. He cruised the town's main street. It was too early on a Sunday for many folks to be up and about yet. Spotting the local diner, Zed pulled over into its parking lot. There were a few cars in the lot as he left his bike behind and sauntered into the diner. Every head in the place turned to stare at him as he entered. He took off his biker's helmet, letting gray hair spill onto the shoulders of his leather jacket. "'Morning,' he said to the thin, dark-haired waitress who came to meet him as he took a seat in one of the booths. "'Welcome to Clyde's,' she said, doing her best to feign a cheerful tone. "'What can I get you?' "'Coffee. Black. Three of them,' he told her. Three? she asked, frowning at the odd request. "'You expecting company?' Zed shook his head. "'Been a long ride, and I ain't as fast as I used to be,' he answered honestly. The young waitress nodded. "'Whatever you say, mister.' He watched her head off to fetch his coffee, enjoying the view of her bottom and the long legs in the short skirt she wore as she moved. The other patrons had returned their attention to their meals and conversations, or at least they pretended to. He knew better. Zed stunk to high heavens from his straight-through ride to get here. If they couldn't smell him, then they were even dumber than they all looked. He could feel the twin, customized glocks, holstered and hidden beneath his thick leather jacket, pressing into him. Doing a quick head count of those in the diner, he came up with seventeen, counting the two waitresses and the cook in back. Things would be getting real hairy soon. The waitress returned with his coffees, placing them on the table before him. He downed the first cup, ignoring the burn from its heat. The waitress loomed over him. Mind if I asked what brings you to Canton, mister? Ain't much going on here this time of year, with all the ski resorts and such closed up for the summer. I ain't no tourist, Zed said, sipping on his second cup of coffee. She was pushing hard, trying to figure him out. These folks wouldn't want to play their hand unless they were sure he was the kind of trouble he smelt like. Zed looked up into her green eyes and said, I heard there were some wolves in these parts. That true? Wolves? the young waitress asked. Where did you hear that from? Zed laughed. Didn't have to hear it. I can smell y'all right plain. The waitress's eyes flashed red. He's a hunter, she screamed. The others in the diner began getting to their feet. He could smell the fear and hate in them as one huge man in a trucker's cap and flannel shirt yelled, Get the bastard! Zed moved so fast his hands were a blur as he drew his glocks. His expression still calm, he opened up on the crowd from where he sat. The waitress died first, catching a round in her temple that sent her careening backwards to sprawl into the floor. Each of Zed's first shots ended a life. Five more of the crowd were dead before they could even begin to try to reach him. Zed's glocks were firing so fast they sounded like machine guns. The large man in flannel took a round that pierced his cheek, shattering teeth on its path up into his brain. 
In seconds, everyone in the diner, except for Zed and the cook in the back, were dead or lying, bleeding out on the diner's floor. That cook was going to be a problem, Zed figured. He left his booth, moving to the center of the diner, where he could see into the kitchen area more clearly. There was no sign of the cook. Either he'd gone for a weapon or transformed and was waiting for the right moment to pounce. The changed were usually too proud to run. They saw themselves as equals to their pure-blood kindred like himself. Zed knew he didn't have much time. Even in a small town like Canton, gunfire in the amount that had just occurred would bring the authorities running. Zed waited, though letting the cook make the first move. He didn't have to wait long. An eight-foot-tall, half-wolf creature, covered in black hair from head to toe, came tearing through the kitchen door at him with blazing red eyes and a snarling face. As fast as the monster was, Zed was faster. He calmly put a bullet in its forehead. Blood sprayed from the lethal wound as the huge beast toppled forward from its own momentum, rolling across the floor to come to a stop at his feet. Zed could hear the sound of sirens wailing in the distance. He thought for a second about running, but decided to stand his ground. If this whole town was truly populated by the changed, he'd have to kill the officers eventually anyway. Why not let them come to him? Two cars with flashing blue lights whipped into the diner's parking area. In their hurry, one of them clipped his bike, sending it clattering over onto the pavement. Zed cursed, walking out to meet the officers. They had no way of knowing that there was a pure-blood hunter in town, much less one with silver bullets. The advantage was his. Two officers emerged from the first car. Another climbed out of the second. All of them had their guns drawn and held ready. The wind carried their scent to him and told Zed all he needed to know. Stop right there, one of the cops ordered him. Drop those guns, mister. Zed answered the warning with his glocks. The first two were dead before they even knew what was happening. The last officer managed to get off a shot of his own. Zed watched the bullet coming towards him in slow motion and easily stepped from its path. The last officer's head exploded in a rain of gore and bone fragments as Zed's glocks boomed again. He walked over to the corpse of the closest cop and checked the dead man's pistol. The bullets inside were standard issue. That meant the cops were just for show. The town's real protectors were out there somewhere still. Every tribe of the changed had an alpha male, and usually a small number of seconds who watched over the others and carried out his will. Zed reloaded his glocks with fresh mags and holstered them. Not even a pureblood like himself could fight an entire town of lesser wolves. What he needed to do was find the Alpha. With him gone, the others would scatter, and he could hunt them down one by one at his leisure. Zed sniffed the air, searching for the strongest wolf scent he could find, and then took off after it to the south. In seconds, his speed was pushing 200 miles an hour. The scent led him to the Wally World Supercenter on the far side of town. The air stank of the Alpha's scent. The Supercenter was a massive, 24-hour establishment right off the interstate. It was a place for tourists and passing travelers. Even on a Sunday morning in the off-season, there were at least 50 cars in the lot. Thankfully, he had chosen to stop short of its actual parking lot and stood among the trees of a close-by hill looking down into it. There were humans there. Taking out the Alpha without endangering them or revealing the existence of wolves among them wasn't going to be easy. He wished Sarah was with him. His sister always had a plan in situations like this. His style was a bit more go-in-guns-blazing, 
and that was not an option at the moment. Zed cleaned himself up as best he could and checked over his appearance. Maybe he'd be lucky enough that the Alpha was still unaware of his presence in the town, but that was unlikely. If nothing else, odds were the Alpha could smell the scent of a pureblood close by, and new death had come into his little dominion. Zed strolled down the hill and across the parking lot. He didn't need his nose to tell him the door greeter was a wolf. The elderly man in the store's trademark blue vest scowled at him as he entered. Zed headed straight for the back of the store. Shoving open two doors marked employees only, he stepped into the stockroom slash loading area. A huge man in expensive-looking clothes, flanked by four other men in blue vests, waited on him there. Who are you? the big man asked. Zed read his manager's badge. Well, Larry, I'm Zed Farr. The lesser wolves went pale, but the big man, at least, kept a semblance of composure. Farr, he spat. You're a murderer and a traitor to our race. What race would that be? From where I'm standing, you don't look to be wolf or man, Zed said. He knew his words were the greatest insult he could give to one of the changed. The changed thought of themselves as real wolves, though in truth, they weren't. They were nothing more than victims of a virus that gave them a semblance of what the purebloods were capable of. Kill him, the big man yelled at his lackeys. The four men around him rushed forward at Zed. Zed's hands drew twin silver knives from sheaths inside his boots. He leaped among the men, slitting one's throat in a spray of blood as his other blades sliced off a second man's nose. The noseless man staggered backwards, red pouring through the hands clutching his wound and down the front of his vest. The third made a grab for Zed, but he ducked under the reaching arms and planted a blade upwards through the underside of the man's chin, sealing his mouth shut and delivering a lethal blow as the blade pierced his brain. Zed let go of the blade, spinning to face the last of the men. Zed stabbed his chest a dozen times in a single second, splashing the walls with the man's blood in a violent display of supernatural speed. The noseless man was on his knees, bleeding and whimpering. Zed walked by him to stand in front of the Alpha. You ready to surrender now, Larry? Zed grinned. The big man cracked his knuckles and roared at Zed. Muscles grew under his clothing, ripping them as fur sprouted over his body. His teeth were pushed from his mouth, clattering to the floor, as they were replaced by razor-sharp wolf ones. He sprang at Zed. Zed jumped to meet him. With superhuman speed, Zed drove the blades of both knives into the man's throat and flipped over him. Zed landed on his feet as the big man's corpse skidded on across the floor into a stack of boxes. There was blood everywhere, and Zed could hear the commotion outside the stockroom. It was time to go. Zed sprinted to the open loading dock and leaped from it onto the pavement outside. He took off like a bolt of lightning back towards the mountains. His work here was done. The changed would scatter, and he would deal with the rest of them later. As Zed ran, he thought of Sarah. Perhaps it was time to pay her a long overdue visit. He'd heard she was pregnant, and God knew their pack could use some new blood.